It is another installment of What Do I Do Now podcast, season three. And this one is real special because it's as current as I could possibly be. I have the honor and privilege to get to catch up with one of the most dynamic young actresses in the game as she's on a press tour for one of the hottest movies of the summer, Beast, co-starring with Idris Elba. It is a Will Packer production, Universal Films. I mean, this is the real deal, Holyfield. And if you would like to actually see this interview, you can actually check it out on YouTube on my station's page, Magic ATL, M-A-J-I-C-A-T-L. But with no further delay, we're going to get right into it. And it's different because when you know someone that's really on the fast track to just take all the way off and not look back, you got to catch them before they do that. So right now, I have the honor and privilege of speaking to Ayanna Haley. How are you doing today? I am good. I like that introduction. That was perfect. I'm just being honest. Like, I, <laughs> I went through the IMDb, and I'm like, I've seen her somewhere before. And I'm yes. like, from This Is Us, more recently from Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the the resume is long. I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend like I don't know who you are. Thank like, God. I've been And now blessed. we got the movie Beast mm-hmm. in theaters right now. If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you of doing yourself a disservice. Not only do you have this wonderful actress right here that I get the privilege of speaking to, it's a Will Packer production, and Idris Elba's in the movie. So, ladies, y'all know y'all love to see him. I, I'm not I'm not to sell you on that, but right now I'm talking to one of the leading stars in the movie. How are you feeling with this movie under your belt now? You know, it feels it still feels surreal. Like, it's finally out, but I'm super excited and just grateful. I mean, again, it's a Will Packer production. I'm starring alongside Idris Elba, who is huge. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm on a high right now, and I don't feel like coming down anytime soon. And you shouldn't have to. I'm not. I just want to let you know, you shouldn't have to. So going into this movie, coming from, you got true to the game, like, people know you from that. For, yeah. for, for those that know you that. I recently, during the pandemic, watched Dutch. I'm like, she was in that too. Um, when I'm telling you this black woman has so many credits to her name, it's really not fair to how young you are in the game, but have worked with a range of actors from uh, Sterling K. Brown, working with Vivica Fox, Columbus Short. I mean, you worked with all the heavy hitters already. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, dreams do, like, really come true. And, again, with these people, I get to learn so much from being on set with them. And as someone who's new and on the come up, you never expect for your career to take off like as fast as it kind of is. So to even be doing Beast, I'm like, this is only the beginning too. Like, what's next? I literally cannot wait to see like, you know, what else I'm going to be doing and who I'm going to be working alongside of. I've got to learn so much and work with so many cool people. So it's 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 amazing. Absolutely. So really breaking down your character for this role. Um, and because it's been in the news, you beat out Idris's actual daughter for this role. So Bloodline couldn't keep you away from this role. Like, it's pretty serious. You being the oldest of two daughters, you know, being raised under a single dad. How did you, you know, kind of put yourself in that role? You know, I had to use um, substitution for sure. And then I just kind of like really thought about how it would be for a character to be going through such something, going through so much, you know what I mean? So I had to imagine that. And then in regards to like beating out the daughter, I always feel like what's for you is gonna always be for you. Um, I'm sure she's super talented and all of that good stuff. And if it was meant for her, she would have gotten it. But it's so many other roles out there. And her dad is Idris Elba. Like <laughs> she's gonna get something so big and so huge in due time. Like. God's time in, God's plan. That's how I, you know, that's how I always look at it personally. Very much so, especially on Sunday sermons. And I want to dig into how, you know, in that role you played, you were just, you went there in regards to like kind of having this riff with your dad. 
And what was the motivation in trying to put your mind state where you like, all right, I know this Idris, and I know I need to like not like you because you're super likable, but I gotta, you know, really sell this as, hey, we ain't really rocking right now. Like I'm, I'm here, but I'm not really here. You know what? I started journaling too as if I was Mir, which is my character, and not Ayana. And Idris is so sweet, and he's so funny on set. So it's kind of hard for me to like when the cameras turned on to not see him as like this lovable person and to see him as this person that Mir kind of like despises in a way or is going through a lot with. So I just had to like think about, write like these scenarios, like, okay, he did this to her. He treated her this way or treated the mom this way. And just literally use my imagination to like, you know, create that backstory, so to say. So it was a little bit challenging and that's why I really do love this role because it was, you know, it did stretch me and did make me have to like really do hard work and stuff, but it, it worked out perfectly. All right, so how was it actually filming in Africa for this? Because this wasn't green screen, like, yo, no, y'all was out there. And I'm talking, I'm like, what? That? All types of animals? Yes, everything. everything. And Will Packard shot this incredible, again, if you have not seen it, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's truly, before all the action started, it's a wonderful, like, kind of commercial for, like, you need to come visit us in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Getting to go out there. First of all, a lot of people was like, oh, you probably, you guys could have probably done this in, like, Atlanta or wherever with green screen, but it wouldn't have been as authentic. So when I even got the call that I booked it and found out we were shooting in, like, South Africa, I was like, this is crazy. As soon as we touched down, I was just in awe looking at everything it's beautiful out there we got to do so many game drives and different tours and it was even this one place that we stayed which was an actual hut so it's like you would look up and you see all types of bugs even going into like my apartment that i had like we would be my mom and i would be looking for bats and stuff and spiders in the tub it was a really different experience but i feel like it got me out of my comfort zone in a lot of like different ways so it was exciting. At first I was scared. I was very nervous because I'm scared of bugs and pretty much everything. But I had to get out of that comfort zone and just like, you know, enjoy the moment and understand that this is not going to happen often, you know? All right. And then growing up in front of the camera, because you've been in the industry, I want to say since like 2016, yeah. if not earlier. And here we are in 2022 and getting outside of a quote unquote pandemic and potentially getting ready to go into another one. How have you kind of maneuvered through that with acting with the job and just really trying to grow up and develop into your own woman you're trying to be yeah even in regards to the pandemic at first i was a little bit kind of disappointed because jobs were kind of like on hold and it was a pause and stuff but then i discovered acting classes via zoom and online so i was still making sure to like make sure that I'm, I'm learning and practicing my acting and stuff. So that's how I kind of navigated through the pandemic and just adjusting in terms of like self tapes and all of that stuff too. Um, and I kind of learned a lot about myself during the pandemic because I kind of like was able to just focus on me, so to say. And then I got to watch a lot of TV and learn more about different TV shows and the roles that I want to play and just literally like, oh, create a, a better vision board to manifest okay. the things that I want, which I'm really big on manifesting. So it all it all worked out like for the best. And I hope we don't go into another pandemic. I feel it. I feel it might happen, but I'm still trying to be optimistic about it. I'm hoping we <laughs> listen to guidelines this time. And I'm hoping we understood like being inside wasn't the greatest wrong. It wasn't like. We got used to it, but, I mean, I don't want to go back into the pandemic. I really don't. Like, no. Definitely. So, moving into a space where you're doing several different things, including your own clothing brand line, your skincare line. How are you maneuvering as, as an entrepreneur as well? Because, of course, acting is, you know, the bread and butter, but yes. you also having your own lane to be in and make sure, like, hey, I need to have something else just in case. Like, you know what? 
let me do the Rihanna thing. Like, I'm gonna start here, but then let me really give y'all the real gusto, the real business. You know what? I'm actually still trying to, like, figure it out because it was a while where I was just doing my shea butters and my skincare line. And then acting started to, like, really pick up. So I'm at the point where I'm trying to, like, rebrand my skincare line and my clothing line and, like, make sure I prioritize things because acting does come first to me. But like you said, I'm trying to be like Rihanna and have all these other businesses. Yeah. So I just have to make sure that I do better time management and maybe help, like maybe employ people to help me out as well. So I'm still in the process of figuring it out, but we're going we gonna to figure it out so I can do it all. I, I mean, coming from a, a, a Brooklyn girl that just, <laughs> you know, gets it and understands, you know, you got to be a jack of all trades. Yes. What's that upbringing from New York giving you that, you know, transpired to, you know, time here in Atlanta, now in L.A.? Well, even going back to um, my Brooklyn days, my parents are actually in the entertainment industry. Um, my dad's a manager. My mom, she helps him out as well. So I've always, like, grown up behind the scenes and knowing, like, what it comes with and knowing that sometimes it's no sleep, it's a grind, it's a hustle. So I feel like that helped me in terms of, like, creating my own path and coming into this whole acting entertainment world because I know a little bit from them. So with that being said, I just had to kind of, like, guide myself and figure things out and, you know, just like do what works best for Ayana so that I can succeed. All right, so Ayana, what is one thing you can tell an aspiring actress to be like, hey, this is where I was in 2016 before I got the first gig. I would tell, you know, 2016 version of me this. That's a good one. I think I would tell 2016 version of me literally to keep going and never give up and know that what's for you is always for you, as I said before. I think that it was points when I first started acting where I was like, not depressed per se, but just like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this is not for me. But all I ever had to do was just keep going and be consistent and even write out real goals, maybe make vision boards and stuff. So maybe if I would have done that earlier too, my dreams would have manifested faster. But again, it's God's time and not mine. So keep going. Um, be persistent, and in acting, you get so many no's. Like, rejection is a real thing. Just knowing that you got it and, and training and being prepared really plays, like, a huge part, too. All right, so what do we have coming up next? Because, you know, in acting, it's never just like, oh, this is the, you know, the end-all, be-all. There's always <laughs> another project right around the corner. So what can you tell us without telling us too much? I can tell you guys that I have some things in the works, but what I can for sure say is I want for you guys to check out the things that I've done. Um, of course, Abbott Elementary, if you guys have not checked it out, please do. You guys are going to love Taylor. I don't want to spoil it, but you guys are going to love her. Um, I did an action film called Wayward, which is actually uh, streaming on Amazon and BT, so you'll see me doing some more action stuff. It's fun. Okay. I have so many cool things that's out. Um, and I'm manifesting a superhero role. I feel like I need to be on Marvel or something. I need okay. to be running, doing some invisible stuff. I don't know. But stay tuned for what's next because big things coming. I like that. I like that a lot because I think the superhero <laughs> role is definitely a lane you can, yes. you know, really do your thing in. Thank you. So we're manifesting that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Right now, you heard it here first on Magic 107.5, 97.5, that Ayanna Haley's going to be in a superhero film near you. Trust and believe. <laughs> um, I definitely want to make sure I hit the, um, the range that you've given from 2016 until now because... You know, from doing True to the Game, from doing The Hate You Give, from doing Abbott Elementary where you're, you know, able to be funny and things like that and on TV, to now Beast, which is, you know, I think is one of the most serious roles you've taken. Yeah. How does that fall into the bigger scheme of, like, what you want to accomplish with your career? 
You know what, like you said, just in terms of like all of these things being different in the range, um, Beast is such a huge step because they get to see me in a more serious light. They get to see me actually like having a character arc and a real journey. The other roles were, they were all amazing, but they were kind of smaller. With this, you really see her growth and her changing and all of that stuff in regards to Mira. I even did a film called Licorice Pizza, which was fun. Um, it was super, like maybe a little bit more sexy and you know a little bit older and more grown so that was exciting because i got to do something different um like you said abbott elementary i got to be funny uh this is uh she's like a really sweet character so every role in my opinion or most of the roles i should say are different and it shows that like i have range i don't just have to play the sweet girl i can play mean i can play this i can play that so it's all just it's amazing because i see the growth in my in my work for sure so again i'm, I'm excited for what's next all right, now would, there's going to be someone that's going to be mad if I don't ask. How do you feel This Is Us ended? Do you feel like the everything had come full circle for everyone, or was it just like, yeah, sure, y'all want to be done, because we need enough. Like, This Is Us global phenomenon. It's not just, you know, old, young, black, white. It literally covered every spectrum. But how do you feel as someone that played on the series? Mm -hmm. How you, do you feel comfortable in how it ended or like, y'all sure y'all won't want to come back? You know what? I feel comfortable with how it ended because I believe that everything like has a time period to, you know, expire, so to say. And I feel like they tied it up well. Um, at the end, we saw it was sad, but we still had like the happy moments. I mean, this is, this is a sad, emotional show, period. So. But I feel like they covered everything that they needed to and on to the next for all of the actors, all of the writers and the cast and crew and all of that stuff. But... I would say that it ended pretty pretty well. All right, this is why I, I just had to get someone from the inside out because there's <laughs> yeah. people that get upset with how certain things ended, like Game of Thrones and things of that nature. So I just, for one of the bigger sitcoms in like our generation, mm -hmm. that you know your mom, your sister, your cousins, all y'all could be around watching TV, watching it. Yeah. You know, gotta get the insight from someone that actually lived it. Thank you for your time today. Um, make sure you check out Beast. Make sure you follow, give me your social media so they can follow you directly. So it's at the Ayana Halley. So T-H-E-I-Y-A-N-A-H-A-L-L-E-Y. And make sure you follow right now. This career is going to take off. And I'm going to keep this interview <laughs> very, very close to the cuff because it's going to be worth something one day. If it's not today, tomorrow, not tomorrow, next week. I promise you that. We're just manifesting all the greatness that's yes. going to come out of this interview right here. Thank you for your time today. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, make sure you check out the movie in theaters now called Beast, starring Idris Elba, Leah Jeffries, and of course, the beautiful and talented Ayanna Haley. And next Monday is Labor Day, so I will be taking a break, but trust me, I'll be back with a brand new episode September 12th. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the What Do I Do Now podcast, and I'll see you in two weeks.